have created, Cena uh, has been working on this project, and, and we have actually got a YouTube channel of where we came here. Yeah, Petticoat Insider, if you want to go subscribe. Right, we'll put, the, we'll put the link up a little bit later on the blog that you'll be able to do it, but we were able to get that going. We have Celestine Lewis, their bed and breakfast. That's the other piece that we've got. Uh, that I'm excited about that we'll be able to pull off. And uh, so, yeah, we took a little fun food tour around Five Sisters the other day. It was great. It really is. So, you take advantage of it lunch, dinner. They have music. They've got a great brunch on the weekend. Wing night on Wednesday. <laughs> Wing night for sure. And we'll have. Uh, We've got the great the list the guest list today is great. Like you know, when we do a live broadcast, we have a lot of people on, so you get a chance to to see all the different things that are going on in town and get some people that are behind the headlines. Well, we'll go as we'll go all the way to nine o'clock today, mm -hmm. so we'll be able to do that. So we'll we'll try to get all that happen happening for us. So I'm I'm excited to be here. I'll tell you what, let's get Commissioner Lemon May up here, uh, and uh, I know he's. He's got a busy day in front of him, and we, you know, we had to walk that block and a half to get here, Lumen. So, <laughs> so thank you. I don't think I ever left this place, Rick. I mean, the wings were pretty good last night. Uh, they are. They really, truly are. You know, you look at um, your dad. You're in construction. Your dad's construction company. Uh, you were part of this renovation. You worked with with the Studers in, on the renovation here. Uh, it's hard to imagine that this building had gone unoccupied for such a long time. Absolutely, Rick. Um, quite frankly, what the Dwarf Chicken was right outside where you see the outside patio uh, was once uh, a taxi stand. My dad actually built that lean-to for his taxi stand when uh, Belmont and the Bills was thriving. And so Miss Gussie, who owned this, had Gussie Record Shop. So as a kid, I grew up here with my grandmother buying a wig, and uh, my mother was big <laughs> into gospel music. and. So this is the only place where you could get records. So as kids, we came down here to Gussie's Record Shop, bought, bought all of our records, our R&B and our gospel. Uh, upstairs, we had WBOP, which was Cooper Morgan, Lewis Lee, uh, all those guys that ran uh, WBOP radio. And every year, we'd have the WBOP anniversary, which is probably when you think about the Soul Bowl, just put the Soul Bowl on steroids uh, for a whole day, which we call the, the Four Corners, the Blocks. Uh, this entire area would be full with everybody, uh, probably every African-American from Pensacola. Uh, and we'd come down here, and as you said, we have the Savoy and the Bunny Club, and you could get Dorf's Chicken, and Mr. Blue was on the corner uh, in those days, and you could go and uh, eat uh, some Blue Dot and hang out with Dan Bimbo and Joe Mars. We had both of our funeral homes, and those guys were, in those days, uh, the big philanthropists in the African-American community. And so uh, they would do things in the Joe Mars parking lot. they do things in the Bimbo parking lot, and it would just be one a great day of celebration of, of, of singing and choirs and dancing and performance uh, right down here in Belmont and the Villas, Rick, and that's why it's so historic and that's why it's so important. And so, like you said, I was honored when Clint Studer allowed for me to partner with Philip Napier uh, to do the renovations in this building and, and to bring it back uh, to life due to the efforts of Clint Studer. Clint Studer, quite frankly, if it was not for Clint, uh, it wouldn't be here, but I tell you, every dime that I made doing this work, I've spent it back on wing night here. Uh, uh, so JP and Carl, you should be happy that they've gotten all my money back uh, from the money I made on the renovation. Well, you know, it's funny because you, you look at, at 
you know, Merrill Brothers and what they do, and you look at, they've got the Fish House, which is a great meeting place for a lot of Republican Republican <laughs> presidential candidates have gone through there. You look at this, this is for Democratic candidates. This is where they come. This is, you have a lot of meetings and rallies done here. Yeah. Absolutely, Rick. Uh, you know, we've, I've, I've, I've held multiple fundraisers right outside uh, here at Five Sisters. Uh, I think... Uh, Every year that we've won our campaign, we've had our celebration party here. I think even the first mayor, Ashton Hayward, uh, I, I don't know if he was Democrat or Republican, but I know that he had his uh, celebration here. And it, it has become somewhat of the hub uh, of the Democratic Party uh, to be able to meet. And, and J.P. does a great job of opening the doors the same way Collier does uh, at the Fish House. But, you know, this place brings a lot of diversity, a lot of comfort. Uh, many people, uh, particularly uh, minorities, you know, who are not really familiar with going downtown. It's just not a part of, of their path. Uh, they love coming to Belmont Villas, and they love coming over to Five Sisters and doing events. And so whenever you talk to someone in the Democratic Party about doing an event, you know, we're going to say Five Sisters. I mean, we hosted Charlie Chris here, uh, Kendrick Meek, uh, any of our, our national figures that come to town, we always bring them to Five Sisters. You know, it, it's, you know, your mom's a great cook. We know she does a great job with fried chicken. What, how do you think, uh, how would you rank uh, Five Sisters fried chicken? I, I tell you, their fried chicken is good, uh, but my mother's fried chicken is great. Uh, but but they, they have good answer, good answer. <laughs> they have competitions on the chicken, man. I tell you what, uh, in the midnight hour, man, there's nothing like a dwarf chicken sandwich. I mean, to go over to Nisi and uh, get white meat, dark meat, you know, hot sauce. I mean, it, it's good. And so I think the competition on the dwarf keeps uh, the JP on his toes here with the chicken. Well, it, it is, and, and that is, <clears throat> when you look at Pensacola, you look at the bucket list of things you want to do. You want to get a hamburger from Blue Dot if he's open and if he's in, in the right mood. And yeah, if, if, if he doesn't mind. If yeah. he doesn't mind, if he doesn't mind it. And then you go over to, you have to hit Dwarf at night. I could not be in Belmont de Villers without Robin Richard being here with me. Uh, the uh, You have become sort of the historian for this area. You definitely have documented uh, in documentaries and, and exhibits, the rich history of this neighborhood. And uh, I wish, yeah, we don't have an hour to talk, but you know, just talk a little bit about how important this neighborhood is and was. So first, welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you. <laughs> welcome Thank to you. the blocks. And, and, and it's, I like what I am becoming. Uh, I'm sort of like the Lorax. I'm not the trees, but I speak <laughs> for the trees because we have people who have these amazing lived experiences here whose stories had not been told. And so you t just talking with Reggie about uh, the dentist, uh, the dentistry right. uh, and the, the programs. And so those are 1800s right here, um, African-American, black, Negro, colored doctors and dentists right here providing those services to the community for profit and often for non-profit too, right, uh, right. But, but really giving back to the community. And so Belmont de Villas was this dense community. Uh, it still remains, but it was then it was this dense community of predominantly African-Americans, at least 80 to 90 percent African-Americans in the 1800s uh, all the way up until today. The demographics are changing as uh, um, um, errors go, uh, but the stories are still rich and, and still need to be told and shared here. Well, and, they, and you know, when you, we've talked a little bit, when you're here and you look at the blues marker, you, you, you immediately are tied to uh, the musical history uh, of this area. 
but there were a lot of uh, pioneers in this community in education and uh, and uh, in business people as well and uh, a lot of first happened here yeah so so uh, you know I love that uh, we have the blues marker out here and big shout out to Maria uh, visit Pensacola visit Mississippi who, who all came together I was happy to be a part of that project um, to to get that uh, in, installed here and so Paul Wire is up there with Wire Coordinate right. with the Wire Creole Coordinate Band whose father was uh, Professor Ed Wire or Ned he was called often um, and he was as I call it they were the the house band for the Opera House so this beautiful picture uh, 1887 I believe this picture of this that really represents the the visual history that often people may either try to brush away not acknowledge or uh, or or forget it it a lot of that started here um, but then education I'm, I'm still doing right. the research on this a lot of folks who started what we know now as one of the first black high schools uh, here were from this neighborhood. Uh, Samuel Jackson, um, uh, Reverend C.J. Harder with Mount Zion Baptist Church, uh, Escambia High School, 1899. Wow. Yeah, the, the first, what we think is the first black high school documented. So as the kids say, I come with receipts. Uh, and so they started this effort in 1893, uh, raising money with the then superintendent, uh, with the then mayor, uh, and then the former mayor, Cobb. They started raising this money. It was a six-year effort, and they raised that money, and they put that high school on the east side. I-10 freeway goes right through it now, or I-110 freeway right. goes right through it now, but they bought a whole block there. And so that's the rich history that this neighborhood uh, is just continuing to wait for these stories to rise up and be shared. But we're digging, brother. We're digging. Oh, well, you've, you know, yeah, you've, you've collected a lot of oral histories. You've, you've uh, written books. The, uh, uh, it, it's, it's a part of our history. We, with the paper over time, we, we keep trying to tell that story, too. Or, and capture it because a lot of it was wiped out. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it, and, and if for people really understand the level, and I'm going to get a little political here, but the fact that our history museum was T.T. Wentworth, who was a member of the Klan, a big member in the Klan, pretty much blocked out a lot of black history that, that happened because it didn't fit the narrative that he wanted. That's right. And, That's and right. so we lost that. That's and, right. and records have been destroyed when we had, you know, black city council members and mayor and, and a lot of those records are completely wiped out. Yeah, they're, they're, they may be wiped out in the public view, but there are a lot of people, a lot of families with par private archives who have retained that, who when their story was not valued by these public institutions, they kept that and they continue to pass that along to the, genu uh, to the generations. And so not only was it wiped out it was whited out too right, so right. that so that that narrative you talk about with T.T. Wentworth now and Wentworth wasn't by himself so let's not just hang right. it all on Wentworth because he had a lot of cheerleaders right. uh, and and members who who went along with them and whose whose descendants are benefiting from that today um, and so so they but they continue to just strive and 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 do and keep those records and that's why we are 
um, one of the places where those records are, are now that we have and we can tell those stories now because people, when their story wasn't valued in the public, they kept that in the private. And so, so that's why Belmont Village is so important today. Um, and so people will say, Rami, you're always telling black stories. Yeah, because I'm black. And so that's, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Everybody's story is important. The Lithuanian American story is important. The, the Vietnamese story is important. This is, this is my lane uh, to, to walk in, to run in, and to, uh, uh, to pass the baton in, as someone did to me. Five Sisters is our newest restaurant here. Right. Isn't that right. amazing? Yeah. <laughs> that, right, right. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this. JP's gonna get me on this. I think it's 10 years old, 12 years old. Uh, it's our newest restaurant. Think about that. That longevity and that short period of time, uh, joining the other restaurants here, the Dwarf and and uh, uh, Blue Dot. And so think about, think about that. And so when I say I'm coming down to the blocks, or people, I'll say something about the blocks, or I'll say something about Belmont Deville's. Have you been? Have you seen this building? I said, well, have you been to Five Sisters? They go, yeah. I said, and then so it becomes a marker. Right. Uh, yeah, we have the historical marker, but the buildings, these buildings down here have become a marker too. And that's the power of visual representation, these tangible assets, as I heard Solange say, the artist, these tangible assets that remain. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, I toured uh, Celestine's Bed and Breakfast, and they have done a fantastic job of bringing their family into so there are a lot. Uh, the wallpaper is is yeah. their general, you know, their their every everything has a piece of history, and their family is extended family has involved in everything from sit-ins to so many different things. Sherman Ro uh, Robinson, you know, deputy superintendent of schools. Uh, it's uh, the uh, we did that we toured it actually Cena we've got a, something on YouTube coming on that but it, it's it's just it really um, we don't want to lose that history and thank you for making sure that we don't yeah. because it's, it's a part of the fabric thank you and what they're doing that the Robinson family is doing and, and their extended family is they're showing the diversity in the African American community right. that it wasn't all at the top and it wasn't all at the bottom there there this these diverse striations in between and all those I always say the good the bad the ugly all of those stories deserve to be told they do they yeah. really do Robin thank you so much yeah. for thanks, coming over thanks oh. welcome to the neighborhood uh, good to be here good to be back <laughs> all right we'll, be, we'll go ahead and break it's all from one place and indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's your right now traffic, and we still have that one accident we mentioned in the Milton area this morning. That's at Highway 90 and Ward Basin Road. That apparently is in the cleanup stages and should be cleared up before too long if it isn't already. Other than that, though, we are looking pretty good on most of the other major roadways. We don't have any reports of any other major accidents right now that are going to slow you up too much. We are seeing traffic building up on Pine Forest Road between Nine Mile Road and I-10, as well as on Davis Highway north of I-10. So, again, expect some delays in those areas. I'm Stacey Knowles, right now traffic. I'm attorney Eric Stevenson. With all these lawyers advertising, how do you know who to hire? Well, no lawyer can promise or guarantee results for the outcome of your case, and neither can we. But at Stevenson Klotz Injury Lawyers in Pensacola, Florida, we can guarantee if you're not 100% satisfied with how my firm treats you during the first 30 days, we return your files with no attorney's fees and no questions asked, costs excluded. That's our 100% client satisfaction guarantee. If you've been hurt, bring it to us. Stevenson Klotz Injury Lawyers, 
0000. Ah, winter. With its cold, dry air causing that not-so-nice winter nose feeling. Thankfully, you don't have to wait for warmer weather to clear sinus congestion and send winter nose packing. All you need is Navage Nasal Care. Navage helps soothe the inflamed nasal passages that are often part of colds and infections. It flushes a pure, refreshing saline solution through your sinuses to give you the soothing moisture you need. Navage also sucks out the other irritants trapped in your nose, viruses, dust, bacteria, and germs, too. Winter might feel like it drags on forever, but Navage works quickly, helping you breathe more clearly in just 30 seconds. No decongestants required. Navage is a drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Get Navage today and make winter a little more bearable. Navage is available online at navage.com or in stores at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, and Target. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. But we don't speak Spanish. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aw, he just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Nos vamos a divertir mucho. And that means we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babel. Babel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babel for free at Babel.com. Just go to Babel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The only news talk station in Pensacola that shares the real stories behind the headlines. Every morning, real news with Rick Outson. Weekday mornings at 7 a.m. on Pensacola. Cola's News Talk 1370, WCOA. Good morning. We are broadcasting from Five Sisters Blues Cafe. I've got Cena Madison here. Good morning and happy Leap Day to everybody. You've had to negotiate the room and everybody coming in, so thank you for doing it. And we also have Maria Goldberg, who is uh, sort of my partner in crime and, and trying to get things done in town. You've been big, you know, definitely a big part of so many things. Uh, but one of the the funnest project is this blues marker here, and you, uh, you know, y'all were able to do it. You took, took the, took it by the reins. Worked with Robin. Worked with you know the, the Merrill brothers. Got behind it. 
Visit Pensacola got behind it. it, it it's not an easy feat, and that's what it, it, you think. You know, you look at the history of this place. It, it's a, it's, it would be a given, but it's not. You had to really document what went on here. We did, and, and I'll tell you, first of all, thanks to you for being a Mississippi boy <laughs> and having the, the intel to say, hey, Maria, are you familiar with this? And I had no clue that the, the program that we could apply to be a part of this, this program. And so thanks to you for bringing it to the forefront, because without that, none of this would ever happen. Um, and then also, too, for those of the, for those of the folks that don't know, one of the things about the Merrill Brothers and one of their big focus is we are a locally owned and operated restaurant group. And what we have here in Pensacola is unique. So we didn't just want to be another soul food restaurant that could be anywhere and place it down anywhere. We want it to look to our history and to bring back the, 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 the history, the stories of this neighborhood. And so that was one of the big changes that we implemented here at Five Sisters was, you know, let's talk about the history. Let's talk about the neighborhood because we don't want to just be anywhere. We, we need to celebrate our, our history and our, our culture. And so one of the first steps that we did was, uh, as most, a lot of folks know, this used to be Gussie's Record Shore. And so we met with her sons, and her sons put us in contact with Gussie. And she's an amazing, amazing woman. And uh, so what she did is she let us keep all these old posters that she used to have hanging up in the record shop. And so we have those framed and displayed here in the restaurant. Again, just to bring a little bit back of the history. And you know, an idea of, of who, the, the caliber of, of people who played here in this area. It, it's amazing. I've seen you're a big music person. When you look at some of these names, yeah, you know, it, it's just it, amazing. It's really, really, really exciting. The history here is, and, and a lot of people don't know it. We're talking about it all the time because it's such a rich history of music coming through this, this, this area. Absolutely, and, and what we did also, too, is w within the decor of the restaurant, we have framed um, 45s from all people who have played here in Pensacola. Mm -hmm. And so that's what adorns the wall. So people look at that, and it's like, yeah, they were here in Pensacola. They mm -hmm. did this. So, so just looking to that, and then when this opportunity with the blues marker became, you know, uh, like, wow, okay, yeah. So, so thanks to to you, to Robin, I mean, my goodness gracious, there was so much research. We put all these things together. We had to get a senator to sponsor us in, in Mississippi. That happened. And then I'm going to tell you what, is that if you remember when we did the ribbon cutting for the sign, um, it was just it was just awesome. It really was. We had a block party. There were bands, and we were able to bring back some of the performers that have played here over the years, including uh, well, Papa Don was here, and then also Gwen McRae. She used to sing the song back in the 70s called Rocking Chair, <laughs> if you're not familiar with it. Um, and, and it, we just jammed all night long and had a block party, and it was so fun. And what's been cool throughout the years that we've now had this marker we have been had the opportunity to educate not just tourists that come through, but locals that come there. Like I had no idea. I had no idea. So it's really awesome to be able to have a, a, a great, fun restaurant that a lot of people love. But it's also wonderful to have the opportunity to share and educate people on on our neighborhood, our culture, and not just the food. Well, it was it, it was that ceremony was fun 
because you know, one of the pictures I really cherish is taking a picture with the family mm -hmm. in front of the marker because you had all of them there. Yep, Miss Gessie was there, yeah. the children, everybody was there. Commissioner May was there, mm -hmm. yeah. Mayor Robinson. I mean, it was a, it was a deal. It was yeah. one of those best days ever. I remember last time my memories came up on Facebook, it was so much fun to look at the pictures again. We had such a great time that day. It really was. And, and Mississippi came down. They, they did. It, this is, you That's know, a big deal. It is. Well, and, and you know, they, you do have to prove it, and there are not a lot of markers outside the state of Mississippi. And uh, We are the second one, one in, in Tallahassee, and then we are the second right, one in Florida. Right. And that was sort of my argument, my pitch to y'all. Why, yeah, why does Tallahassee have one? We, we have a better history than they do. And, and, but you took the ball and worked with it and were able to, to gather the information. And, uh, you know, I think that you and our conversation was eight, ten years ago. I oh, mean, yeah. it, you know, it oh, took yeah. a long time to get to be able to pull this off. And for us, I think it, it, we know a lot of people like to travel the trail. They, they, they do. And this is easy for somebody coming from Mississippi, as I can attest to. And, uh, and that sort of is what, you know, what really, I think, makes this so special and work the way that it does. Well, and what's been wonderful, too, is that the, the community itself is, is very proud. And, and to have the marker here, it's like, yeah, that's ours. Yeah, right. that's our history. We're so excited to be here. And, hey, yeah, look at us. Right. Which is yeah. awesome. It is. And it, it, it is another reason for someone to come to Pensacola.